0: And welcome to the City of Fruit podcast. Fruit is used as a metaphor, not of our direct actions, but the things produced as a result of our lives. This isn't about just the things that we're accomplishing, but the true deeper meaning and lasting impact of what we're doing. This is your host, Palmer Thomas, and I'm excited to have you here on this journey with me. I am uh, sitting here today over at the offices of Echo 3 uh, with Jeremy Peterson. How are you doing today, Jeremy? Not too bad, man. You? Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. Thanks again for the time. Um, This is the City of Fruit podcast. Mm -hmm.
1: So the first question we like to ask is, what is your favorite fruit? My favorite fruit? Um, Man, that's a tough one. I'd have to say a mango. Uh, Either a mango or a peach. Um, But... I think if I had the two in front of me knowing that they were ripe and they were going to be juicy, I'd probably grab the mango. That's Super messy, super sloppy, and just really good. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, but
0: that is key to have the good
1: ripe one. Yeah. It's hard to get mangoes in Colorado that are... It is. It's tough. And I think that's probably why I would get it over a peach because peach is just a little easier to get a hold of, right? For Even sure. The peaches are just delicious.
0: Well, we have good, yeah, we have great ones we here. Too. Great. That's peaches. what the Senator said was his favorite. I think he probably was trying to plug Colorado a little bit, but he yeah, said maybe a good Palisade peach. <laughs> um, so Jeremy, uh, echo three is a company. You guys are pretty new and are just getting off the ground, which mm-hmm. is awesome. Uh, just explain a little bit to people
1: what this is. So um, if a scooter in a car had a baby, um, that's what you would picture. Um, so, we have a low powered scooter, which could be considered a moped. Um, that, you know, it's a 300 or 3500 watt motor with a 58 amp battery um, that gets you about 35 miles to a charge. Um, it takes about five hours to charge it. And, and it's, it's full electric. Full electric, 100% electric. So, um, really helping out as far as your carbon footprint is concerned. Um, but, I mean, if you're somebody that lives the urban lifestyle and you're you know, life revolves in a five to 10 mile radius. Like this is perfect for you. Um, You know, if you're like me and you commute from Frederick to Denver, maybe not so much, but I mean, I use mine at home quite a bit. Like when I go to the grocery store, it's what I drive. I drop my daughter off at school with it. Um, You know, I go to King Supers. It's got enough room in it to fit three people. So if you're riding solo, you know, you've got enough to put some groceries in the back. Um, It's great as far as a handicap is concerned. If you're in a wheelchair, um, there's enough room for you to get in and stash your wheelchair in the back seat and go do what you got to do yep
0: yeah and and, and it's kind of hard I mean even just to picture that I'm gonna post some pictures with this so people kind of have an idea of what it mm-hmm. looks like um, but really a cool thing we just went out and cruised them and it's it's sweet because it does feel um, kind of like a motorcycle still where mm-hmm. you still have you know control over it I feel like in a car you're just kind of you don't really know what's going on you don't really have the feel for it you're just turning the handle and yep. and doing it but um, like you said, a great commuter vehicle. Um, and, and it's, it's a, it's a cheaper thing than obviously like a Tesla or like another big car. Oh yeah. And so it's more like a scooter in that capacity as well.
1: Yep. Absolutely. Um, not only that, I really feel like that you don't feel quite as naked, Mm, you know what I mean? Like when you're out on a scooter, like, or a moped, you know what I mean? You feel really naked versus one of these, you feel a little bit more secure because you have a cab. Um it protects you from the elements, so it doesn't bother you as much to ride in the cold um, or anything like that. So and then like you said, it's very affordable. You know, it's not gonna cost you twenty, thirty, fifty, eighty thousand dollars to drive one. You know, their their starting price is sixty nine ninety five. Um, really affordable.
0: Well, and then like you said, it has the shell and it's it's really cool. It has Bluetooth speakers. It's yep. got the windshield with a blade and, and the fluid in it. Yep. Um, backup camera cool lights on it so in that capacity it is a little bit more like a car where mm-hmm. you have a lot of the features and not like naked like a scooter and, right and you have room to, to hold things you have room yep. for for people in the back or yep. or uh, groceries or whatever else you might need to do. yeah
1: I mean you got power locks you got power windows um, like you push said, to backup start camera push to start yep um, keyless entry you know so not just power locks but it has a key fob so that you can get in and out Um, so yeah, I mean, offer some of the luxuries of a car and then the convenience of a scooter. So, you know, you get the, you know, the best of both worlds, so to speak. Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. And then, I mean, like we were saying, or or like you were saying, it's, it's really a great thing to commute. It is. I think a lot of people, I mean, we're sitting here in Denver, but this is going to be spreading soon. Um, Mm -hmm. so going to be able to get it more nationwide. And, Mm -hmm. um, I mean, you can with delivery, but Mm -hmm. even more shops and stuff around the nation. Yeah, for sure. Um, but it's something where, like we're already feeling in Denver, which isn't even the most populous city. No. It's, it's a pain to park. It and is, And you have to bad. pay for it, and if you can find it, and then why are you driving your SUV around where you're paying for all this gas when you're just trying to go to work or whatever? And so I think then, then it turns to people either taking public transport, which we don't have great public transport. Not at all. and Or like the little scooters and things like that, but to have a vehicle of your own is just a really cool thing.
1: Yeah, it's great. Um, especially if, like, like I said earlier, if, you, if your entire life revolves in a ten mile radius, you live in downtown Denver, you work in downtown Denver, or go to school. It's literally perfect. It charges with a regular 110 volt extension cord right out of your house. Um, you don't need anything special, so you don't have to pay twenty five hundred dollars for some special charger to get installed at your house. You just plug it in. It charges full in five hours, and then you're, you know, you're on the go. You don't have to pay for parking. It applies to all the scooter laws, so. You could technically just park right there on the sidewalk. You know, um, you can fit two of them in a single car parking spot. You know, as you know, so when we were cruising, you were able to pull up right next to me yeah. in the lane and we could chat. So, you know, some like fun motorcycle slash scooter stuff apply to it. Yep. Um, but again, you know, you're in a cab. So you get the security of the vehicle of not being open to the elements. And, um, you know, so it's. Again, best of both worlds. Yeah, well,
0: yeah, and I'm somebody who loves mopeds, and I also love cars. And yeah. like you said, I think it does have the features of it where you do feel like you're more just cruising around and enjoying the city, and and you're more immersed in it. You feel the air, but you're you have windows that roll up and down, and you mm-hmm. have that security if you need it. Yeah. Um, and you, like you were saying, so it just because it's a low power scooter, you don't need a motorcycle license. Right. That's correct.
1: You don't need one. You just regular driver's license and you're good to go.
0: And then registration insurance is the same as a scooter, which is pretty much nothing. Yeah. It's
1: it's like $5 for three years. For three years. Yeah. Um, insurance is like 120 bucks a year. Um, so it's not expensive to own at all. Um, not like if you buy a $30,000 car, you're paying $600 for your plates. You're paying, if you have a good driving record, you know, you're a couple hundred bucks a month for your insurance. So yeah, it's a, it's a huge difference. And then gas, you know, every yeah. month you're paying for gas. Yeah. And, and so. I think we were
0: talking about that a little bit, like people, especially in Denver, because Denver is probably one of the cities where your life isn't necessarily just in the cities. You want to go to the mountains, you want to go skiing, you want to go uh, hiking, whatever it mm-hmm. is. And so obviously for that, you want to have a car, sure. but some people are paying so much for their car and then not even being able to use it most of the time. Right, you use it on the weekends or you use it to cruise up and down. So, so even to have this as maybe not your only vehicle, but to have it as a as an extra vehicle, as a you know as your primary commuter vehicle, is it would be an awesome thing to have.
1: It would be great. You know, another thing I think it works really good for too um, is if you live in like the suburbs, and you know your kids don't have to drive too far to school. Like where I live, I live in Frederick, and my daughter goes to school a mile and a half away. Uh, I can see a ton of high school kids taking that thing to school yeah Um, you know what I mean it's it's affordable for parents they don't have to pay a lot for the insurance you know what I mean because a lot of the rules like when you have a high school kid it's like yeah I'll buy you a car but you got to pay for your own insurance yeah you know what I mean if a kid gets a job at Dairy Queen making 500 bucks a month you know it sucks to have to dish out half of that to pay for your car insurance sure
0: well and as a parent you wouldn't really have to worry about your kid getting into a ton of trouble
1: exactly you're not gonna
0: be cruising with 10 people down the highway and it was just learning how to drive <laughs>
1: exactly it goes 35 miles an hour and you're driving a mile away you know what I mean just to school and I think that's perfect I mean even if it, your kid played sports you know what I mean you're going to practice you're driving home from practice you're going to school yeah. you're driving home from school whatever yeah so
0: no I love it I think there's so many practical applications for mm-hmm. it um, mm-hmm. let's talk about just like you you taught you mentioned the carbon footprint of it mm-hmm um, I think that's something that currently is being so politicized extremely oh, one way or the other. Yep. Um, but I think we can all kind of agree that w- – I think there's a lot of things that are happening right now. My opinion is there's a lot of things that we that are so new mm-hmm. that we just don't know what we're doing with it. I'm having no. a friend on later who's doing plastic stuff, and that's just something where it's like we're just now learning how to develop all this plastic. Yep. We don't really know how to use it. So it's not like we are – Doing horrible things with it, but maybe we just need to keep it in check a little bit So I think everyone no matter where you're at on the political spectrum, which unfortunately this issue has been politicized, right? I think everyone can agree that that it's something that we can be a little bit more efficient with
1: absolutely reducing your carbon footprint and being what you can doing your part to You know ensure the life of our planet um, Is a huge deal. I mean just think about like the health industry in the last ten years and what it's done for just people, like just be eating healthier and being healthier. And you know, everybody's coming out with all these diets and you know all these workout programs. And people have taken, you know, there's a lot, of, a huge, you know, um, people have taken a lot, been very aware of that issue. Um, you know, our planet is in the same state. We're in a port where we need to be educated and cautious of how we live because it affects our planet. Yeah. Um, So reducing your carbon carbon footprint is huge, whether it's, you know, going solar, buying electric vehicle, you know, whatever it is that you can do that can help. Um, You don't need to necessarily take a political stance on it, but, you know, you know, it's not political for you to go run a mile. So it shouldn't be political for you to, you know, do what you can to help the environment either. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Well, and then another thing with that is um, a lot of other countries are advanced. I lived in Sydney, Australia for a year. And I think part, and and the biggest trucks they had were like our, you know, Ford Rangers, GMC Col- Canyon, Chevy Colorado, mm-hmm. the smaller trucks that were the biggest ones they have. Right. And part of that is like, yeah, we do have a lot of space in this country and big roads and big, you know, obviously it's hard to park in some cities and stuff, but generally you can fit a big truck wherever you want to go. So part of that is just a pride that people have, of like, I can have these big vehicles and, and sure. use them, um, which, you know, I, I feel in some capacity, but uh, in so many other places in asia and in, in australia a, a lot of other advanced very advanced places they are all driving even when the smart car came out yep like that was something that was revolutionary here and that's like most of what they drive in in europe is smaller cars or mopeds or something
1: like that to be efficient with anyways yeah absolutely um people overseas are as usual way ahead of us in this aspect like just <clears throat> You know, just incredibly, just way ahead of us. Um, they even have uh, an electric scooter that's overseas. Um, that uh, they sell more of this brand of electric scooter than the entire world sells of every other brand of scooter. Wow, <laughs> and crazy! That, that's just crazy, and not a single place in a—you can't buy one of those in America. Not in—not in the U.S. You could have one shipped to you and you can drive it here, but there's no place in the U.S. where you can go buy that electric scooter mm. yet. Um, and you know, starting next month will be the only place in America where you could buy an electric scooter.
0: Yeah, yeah, so, so I guess just talk about that a little bit. So you guys are at a stage where you are starting to sell them, getting mm-hmm. shipments in. I mean, it's there's already a lot of demand for the limited amount that you have.
1: <laughs> There is. Um, I, I've, I've had people get angry that they couldn't write me a check for what I have on the showroom floor, right? Um, uh, I've only got so many that I can show and we have a few out there that have been purchased of the older models that you know, we just we have people driving them on a daily basis to kind of give us their feedback and to test you know, if something can go wrong, will it? Um, so far that answer is no. Um, so the only thing that we've really changed is the body style. The, the motor is a little more powerful, so now it's a 3,500 3, watt motor instead of 3,000. Um, we're getting a shipment in next month. Um, we're getting about 20 of them. Um, I've got about 10 of them spoken for so far. Um, and I've got a line of people wanting to test drive them. So, uh, the ones that we're getting in, I feel are going to go fast. Um, which is good because then we'll just order twice as more next twice as many next time. And, uh, hopefully they'll go just as fast. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, what's the best way for people to figure
0: out things about them? I mean, right now, like you said, the demand's high. And so you're not trying to the focus probably
1: isn't just to pump out a lot of marketing about them and a lot of get them all sold but you're trying to get them in yeah it's really we're just trying to do it this first 18 is just to get them out you know what I mean just to get people aware that it's available um, I mean I would say that if you're interested then you know just pop on the website and you know schedule a test drive or call the office and schedule a test drive um, you know I've taken people out and driven you know just the same route that you and I went yeah. on just right around the block basically and Just to get a feel for it. And that's all you really need. You know what I mean? You can go, you get to 35 miles an hour on that stretch um, and you can make a few turns and you can get a feel how comfortable you you are on turns and how fast you can and can't go and experiment with the horn and the blinkers and all that stuff. But that's probably the best thing to do is just come in and drive one, um, and just see if you feel like it. Would, it could fit you, which I feel like for most people it would. Yeah, and we're
0: and uh, just plug the website real quick. What is the website? It could
1: fit uh, so the website is www.echo3.energy. So that's Echo E C H O and the number three. Dot energy.
0: Cool, and, um, and
1: we're right down here off of like Third and Santa Fe. Yeah, right off Third and Santa Fe. Yeah, so three twenty nine Santa Fe Drive. Yep, and you'll see them, and you'll be like, "What is that thing?" You will. That's, yeah. You absolutely will. You'll drive by. We've got a garage door that's closed up, and you'll see the vehicles on the inside, and you'll look at it and go, "What?" Yeah. Um, and you'll have questions. That was the first <laughs> way I
0: saw it. I was cruising on the moped and saw somebody cruising right next to me and had a dog in the back, which I think it was that size. You know, it's like, okay, wait. There's a seat. And there's more. There's more space. There's a radio in there. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't really know what's going on here, but it's cool. Mm-hmm. It's a really cool thing. That's, it's, it's definitely something that you don't see every day and it, and it fits a need that's, that's there. Maybe people don't even know that they have, but they yeah. a want at least where for, they're like,
1: for sure. For what sure. a thing to get around. Yeah.
0: Um, what would you say is something with this vehicle that's, you know, different? I mean, we were talking about the safety. It's different than a moped, mm-hmm. things like that. But, um, even versus like other electric things that are out there, what's something that this is kind of.
1: I would say the biggest thing is price um i mean if you buy anything anything electric you're paying an arm and a leg for it right yeah. like any type of even just the combo cars like if you think about like the uh um any of the you know the chevy whatever it is that they have that's 100 the chevy volt yeah. right you know that's a thirty thousand dollar car you know what i mean that you know takes a special charger that you have to use for and let's not even get into the tesla and how much that costs but you know what I mean? But price is probably the the biggest thing that separates this from other electric vehicles, right? Um, and then convenience. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, I don't have to pay for parking. I don't need an insanely large garage. Like, I've got at home, We've got, I've got three cars in the garage and this. Like, yeah. they all four fit in my three-car garage, Yeah, it's right? like a bike. It it's like, is. It's, it's not it's, much bigger than a bike, and not, the width
0: is not really... Relevant. Mm-hmm. And yet, what a cool thing. I mean, you were telling me that there was three people that came in and, and took one out to dinner. They did. They took
1: it out to dinner, the three of them. They rode in and they went and got a steak dinner and came back.
0: <laughs> it's And for some, I mean, I was in there, I'm 6'3", and you can slide that front seat back and forth, and yep. then there's two in the back, and you can kind of fit in tight there, or, you know, fit in on the sides there. And sure. I am sure that I could fit me and two of my basketball friends in that car, and- not have too much of an issue with it yeah
1: I, I put the kids in it you know what I mean we went to King Supers the other day and they sat in the back seat and I let him drive and or I let uh you know I let my daughter drive when we get on the road so she's kind of using it to learn how to drive mm-hmm. and I've sat my son in my lap and let him steer so that he can get used to it too and it's it's a ton of fun yeah um you know just going to the store and I use it every time I go to the store like if I go to the store if I know I'm within just a couple of miles from my house and I use that that's, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's super easy. What,
0: do you know Um, if, or do you know what the, like, the cost of the energy is? Like, say, you know, say you're paying for a gallon of gas, whatever, and you break that down. I don't know what the cost, cost
1: difference as far as, like, analysis on um, on these vehicles. I do know that, um, so on a Tesla, because um, I had somebody pitch me a Tesla once, mm-hmm. right? Um, and we did a cost of electricity versus how much I spend in gas yeah. per month and uh this is back when I was like a district manager for AT&T and I spent about four hundred dollars a month on gas and going over to a Tesla it raised my electric bill by 160 bucks a month or 180 bucks a month so I'm yeah. literally saving more than half um being that this takes less power yeah. to charge um I would say the savings gases versus electric is even more, Um, you know, um, plus on top of that cost of electricity in Seattle, I believe is more expensive than Colorado anyway. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, I would say it's it's literally like a third of what you'd spend in gas to what you spend in electricity. Not
0: to mention parking and... And then, you know, maybe you can find a street spot and it's two hours and then you forget and you have to pay a ticket or you go to another spot and then there's just so much of a pain associated with driving cars, at least around the city. Yeah. And
1: then stop and go. You know what I mean? Like stop and go is not I mean, it's not like let's let's be real. You're not going to kill your car by stop and go driving. But stop and go driving is not as good as highway driving. Right. So for an electric vehicle, this is no big deal. You know what I mean? At this elevation, it doesn't affect the electric vehicle. Yeah. Um, You know, things like that. So, and easier to maintain too. Like, you don't have oil changes. You know what I mean? It takes you 10 seconds to wash it if you really want to. Um, There's not a whole lot of space for you to vacuum in there. Um, You don't have to drive with your feet. It's solely just for your hands. Um, and it's torquey because it's electric yeah so right not, it's, like some it, 50 cc's right are off, slow. right some 50 cc's are yeah d- like
0: dreadfully slow when you're yep. start starting and stopping too yeah so. you can
1: feel it when you're at a stop and you just hit it it goes yeah, it's like, yeah. whoa <laughs>
0: no delay on that Yep. um very cool um is there anything that you you know any anything that you I, i'd like to ask too i guess in closing about just what do you think is kind of i mean we talked about carbon footprint mm-hmm. but also you know what would you say is like a lasting difference you can make even even talk about a little bit like the small company like your even your desires to work for a company like this um even to just shape a little bit like what it's like for you to work um you know you were talking about your job background and sure yeah just things like that that are important to you or that actually make a difference on your like personal lifestyle and
1: mm-hmm. livelihood yeah, there was a number of reasons why i decided to come to work for echo three um you know like i mentioned earlier my my sales background is mostly in cell phones. And then I did solar for a few years. Um, and, you know, I decided to stop doing solar and, like, let me get back to a sales or a leadership position, you know, back to my roots. Get back to a routine, work for a company, you know, back to the 9 to 5, Monday through Friday type thing or whatever. And, uh, you know, I found Jeremy, who's the owner of Echo 3. Uh, we're both Jeremy's. That'll get confusing. <laughs> um, and, you know, I just... I really I saw the passion in what he was trying to do like Mm. he really believes in this product um, and I do too you know I think it's I think it's great Um, especially when you think about you know like we mentioned earlier how good they're doing overseas with this these things are everywhere over there everywhere of course they're motorized out there but these particular vehicles are all over the place you know and soon these versions the electric versions will be all over the place out there I'm sure that we will sell way more out there than we do out here Um, but you know just to work for a colorado company like you know i love colorado i've been yeah. here since i was 17 years old uh, i don't ever plan on leaving so being able to work and support a local company that supports the community that wants to stay local is another positive for me and then plus i get back to a point where i can take a little ownership in how a company develops and grows um, as well as myself you know i get to grow with the company um and You know, it's something that I really look forward to and something that I really enjoy um, and taking something that nobody has ever heard about or ever seen and just kind of introducing it to the world. You know, I've yet to get a negative reaction on. I always get a positive wow um, and I always get five million questions following the wow. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah. A, a lot
0: of people listening to this podcast are kind of in that 20s to 30s range of like getting their career started and running mm-hmm. with it and trying to figure out how to make a difference in the world and how to also balance work and life and all the, all the things. I want to go skiing all the time and I want to make more money and I want to do this and I want to do that. Sure. And so, um, even, even that on the work front for you, something where maybe it's a little bit more of a risk than working for a massive corporation, mm-hmm. but there's also the reward in that of, of like you said, being a part of something that, um, you believe in and is making a difference in Colorado and, or is, is a Colorado company, a local, local business. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and what a cool thing that you get to sell something that not a million other people are selling just cause it makes some money and they don't care about it at all. But yep. Yep. you're one a part of, of a kind. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Very cool. Um, do you have any advice for people who are, um, either looking to, to buy one of these or get involved in that, or just do uh, business things of their own and, and, maybe change careers or whatever it might be in that.
1: Yeah, as far as, uh, like I said, if you want to check one of them out, you can come to the website and uh, you know you can schedule a test drive or you can email me, uh, Jeremy, J-E-R-O-M-E-Y, so jeremy at echo3energy.com. Um, you can email me and schedule a test drive and I'll get you in one. Um, as far as a career path is concerned, uh, in my last five years, I've learned that for me, that having a work-life balance is super important. It's very, very important. I've got two kids, um, you know, and being able to spend enough time with them for it to matter for them and then spend enough time at work to make sure that everybody that I work for knows that I'm doing my job and giving them the effort that they deserve because I'm being paid for that uh, is very important. So, you know what I mean? I'm not an advocate of doing something just because you get paid well if you hate it. Um, because it really eats away at you. Mm. Um, And I did that for a long time. You know what I mean? And I'm just, I'm glad I'm done doing it. Um, It's, I'm I'm having a lot of fun right now.
0: (laughs) And I can see it. That's awesome. Um, Well, I would definitely recommend anybody to come and and take it and take a drive. I did it and it definitely wowed me. Um, And to, to reach out to Jeremy for, to do that, Um, just to come by and see one of these things. It'll, uh, it'll blow your mind of, just what's out there and you know it's cool to have a big old jeep and a big old truck but it's it's also cool to have something no one else has at this point and to get in something that's actually fun to just cruise around the city
1: yep they're Uh, awesome um, man
0: well thanks again for sitting down today i really appreciate the time and going out and driving that thing and excited to see what's going on in the future with you guys yep no i
1: appreciate it thank you
0: Thank you again for tuning into this episode of the City of Fruit podcast. We're a young podcast, so we're in need of your help. If you'd like to financially support or have any ideas of people to have on the show or ideas to talk about, please email me at cityoffruit@gmail.com. gmail.com. Also, remember to follow on Instagram at cityoffruit for all the updates of what we'll be doing and where things will be posted. Please get the word out there and share this with your friends around Denver and the world. And together, we can make this a city of fruit.